the Buffalo Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Monique Gordion, and the great news is you found the podcast, a space for stories that will arouse a smile and inspire us as we tap into our collective experiences. Enjoy. Welcome everybody to the Buffalo Podcast. You know, I love the fact that you check in and listen to these stories. It you know, it brings so much joy to my heart and uh, I'm so honoured and privileged to have Amanda Gorman here today, amazing artist. I met, uh, she lives on the Gold Coast where I live and um, so we're luckily, lucky that we can be neighbours of sorts. So hello Amanda. <laughs> hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I saw Amanda speak at um, TEDx, uh, Corumban. How's things been since doing that are you famous I believe all I believe all of the talks have gone up on the TEDx yeah, site they've now. gone up this week wow and yeah Clayton who's one of the organizers yeah. of it messaged me within I think it must have been eight hours and, oh. and texted and said Amanda <laughs> you've got 400 and something views oh my gosh like, oh, <laughs> what? so now I think it's up to one point Three or something. Oh, one point three thousand thousand wow. views, which wow. is unbelievable. So, yeah. and it's been, um, it's just been great to have that go out to yeah. even just my own family yeah. and networks that weren't able to be at the event yes. because it was such a small. It was capped at a certain number of yeah. people that could yeah. attend. Yeah. So, everyone's been waiting for it so it's great to be able to have it out there now so getting lots of phone calls oh that's fantastic and I must admit I'm really pleased it's been um the talks have been put up because I want to listen to them again because they were so fantastic so Amanda you're an artist do you want to tell us a little bit about what your art is sure I do predominantly two different styles of art so one's really structured and uh fine details drawings that are like realistic looking Mm -hmm. and then the other type is really um fluid and loose and colorful and Mm. it's all with ink Mm. and on big large scale canvases so really contemporary so it kind of serves me in a way to make me be able to be really loose and relaxed and yeah like whatever with my art which you still obviously have to be in there with your color palettes and all those sorts of things Mm. but then the drawing side of it, which is probably my favourite side, is almost like meditation for me because oh. I can just I just zone in and can I'm sit and draw and draw and draw. You know, I've been listening a lot lately about the power of focus mm-hmm. and how that in all aspects of our lives, in meditation, in mm-hmm. cycling, whatever, yeah. um, being focused in that moment oh, is the way to to really enjoy the experience it is to yeah. bring peace yeah so years ago I had been going through like a a really tough time like a depressive time with my mother had dementia and I really really struggled yeah and a friend of mine said you need to practice mindfulness mm. and I was like what is that yeah. I didn't even know what it was back then mm. and I went and did this course with this lady we'd all sit around and Everyone must have had their own troubles and things they were going mm. through. We didn't go into any of that. But she, the very first week, got us to do, I think it was maybe a minute or two minutes for the first time ever, and she she was guiding us through mm. them. And mm. then she'd go through around all of us and say, how was that? 
how's that? How's that? Yeah. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, not too bad, not too bad. And she got to me <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I hated it oh, so much. I, I couldn't. You were open. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, was, I said to her, Are you t- telling me to go down the river and I'm on the river. <laughs> But then I'm on a different river because I'm now I'm at Talabudra because I think I like it better there, uh, you know. And, yeah. You know, and then I'm by the then we're supposed to be somewhere else, but I'm still trying to work out what river I'm on. And next thing you know, I said it was just so hard for me. Yeah. And then, you know, by the eight weeks, I was so into. I think we were doing fifteen minute ones, mm. and it's just she gave us a an app to, to sign up to that was a free app that you can download and. I don't do them every day, but I do them often, and I love it. Yeah. It's so nice to be able to pull back in and try and focus. And the thing is, Mm. it's not about being focused all the Mm. time. It's about being aware that you're not. Yes, that's it. That's what the whole meditation is. Which I didn't realise either. It's like she said to me, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Just see it. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, right, okay. I mean, that's. I think that's a superpower. It is actually to see what it is. Yeah. And in life, when things come up, emotions come up, or thoughts come up, and go, oh, that's an emotion. That's a thought. I'll just let that slide on by. Yeah. You know, it's recognised it, and it can go now. Thanks. (laughs) Right. So my story, I basically, like I was saying before, I had. A, a bout of depression mm. and from from that um you know I was seeing a, a doc my doctor all of the time she helped me all the way through and that that had come from having to deal with there was more than one thing I had it was I had my mum had de- dementia mm. and then I had a series of about seven things all happen within <sighs> a really short period of time yeah and just trying to grasp all of that mm. I'd, I'd never, ever experienced a depression in my life mm-hmm. um, and I didn't even know that there could be different types of depression. Mm-hmm. I, I really was just, I was always that positive, happy soul that people would be like, you know, she'd never experienced this. I've never felt it in my yeah. life. And so it was quite shocking, I guess. It was really And different. uncomfortable. What the hell's going on here? It was so black and white yeah. because I'd, I'd never, and even just I remember saying to my doctor, um, I've never had these feelings in my head before, yeah. like as in I would – it was so different, like completely chalk and cheese. Yeah. So, you know, I'd normally walk along and everything. I would be like almost high-fiving people as, as I walk past and mm. smiling everyone, like your shoes, like your hair. Yeah. You know, I'm just friendly. Yeah. And I just would head down, just – I didn't want to engage with anyone. Mm. I just – it was – I was so different mm. and it – over a period of time, it, it affected my speech. I couldn't even, I felt like I couldn't get my words together because my mm-hmm. brain was so clouded with yeah. all this stuff. And so overwhelmed? Would completely you say? overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, what happens if you drop the ball? Because mm-hmm. I've always got a million balls in the air. I'm like a, a busy, busy, busy girl who's yeah. got all these things on. And I remember the doctor sort of saying, well, if you drop the ball, you drop the ball, we'll sort it out. You know, oh. it's, it's okay. Yeah. And we, I was talking to her, you know, all the way through. And, you know, all these different things happened. But the, I'd say the main thing that happened was mum and that was mm. when mum got dementia. And, mm. you know, you try and you try and pretend it's not as bad as it is, yeah. but then it gets to a point where it's so bad. Like yeah. you have to deal with it. You know, yeah. it's like you can't just brush this under the carpet anymore and, 
um, mum's sister passed away, which, oh you know, God. she's like... So it was just... Uh, yeah. I came home on and I literally came home one day. I had I had a, a cat of mine that I um, had had for 17 years who had seen me grow up. We'd grown up together, this cat. She was like, I moved out of home and got this cat sort of thing. Yeah. And um, I drove home in a rush one day, running late. She ran out and I literally ran over her. Oh, like, Gosh, that must like, have been traumatic. So, like, so it was like oh. this, 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 this. Like, there were so many things. Work got overwhelming. I was trying to go up to Brisbane. My husband oh. was working away. I'm trying to work oh. and look after kids. And wow. So all, yeah, overwhelm is exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. And I had one moment there where I, um, yeah, I literally had a, a panic attack sort of situation, yeah. which I'd never had that either. Like, I, it's, yeah. And it's kind of, I look back now and I, I don't wish that on anybody no. or depression on anyone, mm. but it's so nice to sit from a perspective now to go, I totally understand yeah. what people are going through yeah. with that because it's so full on. Yeah. But from all of that, I had to do all of these things, like go and find the mindfulness mm. and what makes you happy and what, you know, mm. all of these things. And as a kid growing up, I was a really great artist, mm. you know, recognised at school for being one of the top art students, mm. those sorts of things. Mm. And I had let it kind of fall by the wayside. I've always loved art and consumed it and gone to all the galleries and mm. I love it, but I'd stopped my art practice. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I just, life, you know, yeah. busy. Yeah. And I was like really like what makes you happy? Mm. And that was one of the things, you know, amongst mm. other things, but that's when I got my sketch pad out and I drew and I drew a face of Amy Winehouse because I oh, love her and yeah. I related to the fact that she she also was like a bit troubled you know she mm, had depression a bit. And all. yeah <laughs> exactly Poor love. oh yeah and so I'd play her record and I and I drew her mm. and I guess you so felt an good. affinity to her Mm, the darkness, darkness of it. There's a yeah. song that goes, it's called Back to Black. Yes. Mm. And it's so like, oh, she's worried about she's going to go back there, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I just, and I had watched the, um, there's a documentary called Amy. I'd recently oh. watched that as well and was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, So from that, I drew her and people, it was the reactions from everyone else, you mm. know. I kind of knew I could draw but I just hadn't really done it for a long time yeah and everyone was like oh my god that's amazing you should enter that in this competition or you should do this or um can I have a copy of that or could you put that on a t-shirt for me oh or, seriously yeah. yeah and I just next thing I just was getting all of these requests for can yeah. you draw this can you do this wow. and so so organic yeah exactly Beautiful. and the thing with it is it just made me feel so good mm. so it was like sure you know yeah. and I love to draw. Yeah. And so from that, it's just evolved. Mm. And it's even evolved even more so since then that I've found out from seeing my doctor who I was seeing all the way through with that depression, which her and I were talking and talking about all the things forever, yeah. working it all, working through it. Mm. And she said to me, Amanda, I think you have ADHD. And she said, I think you've always had it, but I've never really brought it up because you've always been such a high achiever and so mm -hmm. it has. I don't think it's been impacting your life. Yeah. So, 
But I'm now realizing ADHD gives you the ability to hyper-focus, which is what I'm doing when I draw. So that's part of what that is. But when she first told me I had ADHD, well, she thought I did. I just thought, what are you talking about? Like, I had no idea what ADHD was. Well, I, I thought ADHD was a hyperactive little boy climbing a tree or maybe being a bit naughty, rocking yeah. on his chair or disruptive in school. Yeah, not being like out shouting out. Yeah, or... yeah. Uh, you know, I've never actually heard of anyone as an adult talking that they're ADHD. No, well, you don't. No. And I think there's this misconception too that it's a kid's thing yeah. and that you grow out of it. Yeah. And I think what, what that is addressing is people – grow into the ADHD and know how to manage it better oh, as they get I older. See. It never goes away. Mm. But I'm this is all a new discovery for me in the last 12 months that oh, I'm really? like, yeah, so now I'm just diving into it because it's, yeah. it's brand new. So for me it's like something that I've had my whole life is making sense. I, oh. I didn't realise when, you know, that you look back and all of these things that are just part of you that you think, that's how you are, and you think every, you just think everybody else would be the same. Okay, that's but then when they start to talk about no, this is a characteristic and this and that. So can I like, ask you what characteristics you're talking about? Yeah, sure. So I'm I'm diagnosed as there's a couple of types of ADHD. So mm-hmm. there's the one we just talked about, where like what everyone kind of thinks of it as, like the little boys that yeah. are hyper, and there's another type called inattentive ADHD. Okay, which it's the little girls who are, they maybe that you call them a dreamer, okay, or creative, mm. or um, off with the fairies a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was always happy, chatty, talk under wet cement. They'd say just <laughs> little chatterbox, yeah, and like a little breath of fresh air. Everyone would say, "Oh, she's like little Miss Sunshine," you oh, know, she's yeah. so bright and happy, mm. and I. But at school. I would always have difficulty each year keeping up with things. And it was like I remember as a kid, every year they would say to mum and dad, you know, it's halfway through the year, um, she's just not getting getting it. Like she's she's just I'd sort of sail along below expected, I guess, not not yeah. in the middle, just below. And mum and dad would pull me in every year, you know, halfway through towards the end, and they'd say, you know, oh, you're. I was born. I'm born in October, so mm-hmm. and I was the youngest in the mm-hmm. class. And there was always this discussion around maybe we should keep her back, yeah, because she's the littlest one in the class. She's yeah. just taking longer to get to understand it. But yeah. once she gets it, I'd she'd be right. Like I'd be fine. Yeah. So we used to have this discussion, and I'd be wounded. It was to be. I used mm. to get so upset about it and emotional Mm. which I now know is an ADHD thing that you feel emotions and you feel things Mm. deeply and I and they'd say but she's so social she's like all the friends and you know if we hold her back this is going to be hard for her because Mm. she's so social that's Mm. a big part of it as well so then you know I'd be faced with this every year and it would be like I'd get put on a deadline in my head then, mm. which I now know with ADHD, your brain kicks into gear with a deadline. In a good way or a bad way? Well, in a good way that you'll focus really hard okay. because you're under pressure. Uh-huh. So it's giving you 
um, a bit of a dopamine hit. And I'll okay. talk about that in a sec about the dopamine side of yeah, it. Yeah, please. Um, but basically I'd go into like survival mode here yeah. without even knowing it and then I'd really try hard and focus as hard as I could and come the end of the year I always was like, oh, she's like above expected. You know, I was oh. never VHA, but I'd be HA and done some things yeah. or just even just sound achievement, so, you know. HA is high achievement. High so you kind of have that middle of the road one and then you've got the two above or the two yeah. below. Okay. And, you know, they really want you to be yeah. either the middle or, or above. Yeah, yeah. And I'd always end up there mm. by the end of the year. And they'd mm. go, oh, no, she's fine. That's fine. Put her into the next one until next year. And was that kind of exhausting? It was. Notice. I didn't really realise how much <laughs> until now I've reflected back because I've yeah. had to reflect back to be diagnosed with ADHD. You've got to look back. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. Mm. And it's not that it's not that you're not smart. No. It's that it takes you longer to process the things because when the teacher's explaining stuff to you, mm. there's 30 kids in the class, and if you happen to get distracted... Yeah. Then you've missed the, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. then you're just left treading water because you're too, they're, like they're not disruptive ADHD little no. girls or inattentive types. Yeah, yeah. So you're not going to make a fuss and say, I don't know what you're talking about. You just sort of sail undetected and mm. she's just nice. And so your mind would kind of wander, is that what would happen? Mm. Yeah, yeah, because you're thinking of a million things all at once. So that mm. the teacher might be talking to you and you're really trying, but if it's not interesting, if it's mm. maths or something that you're not interested in, your brain is just really, it's hard to make it stay there. It's just straight away thinking about I've got to do that or, oh, there's a bird on the tree out there, I can oh, hear it. Or, this is the distracted component. Yeah, of, or yeah. there's a child over there. It's really hard in a room with 30 people mm. when everyone might be tapping or moving mm. or someone's got a nice mm. bow in their hair and you love hair ties. <laughs> you know, it's just, you just, next thing you'd realise, it's yeah. like that mindfulness thing. You realise uh, you, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. drifted. Right. But shit, I've got to be back there now and she's just told us what we're doing for this task and I've got no idea. I can now see why the mindfulness technique has been so beneficial yeah, to a amazing. distracted ADHD person. Okay, that's, yeah. that's kind of puts a nice little bow on that yeah, part of your life. So, it does. So um, anyway. With the dopamine side of things, like mm. I, I'm still learning all about these things because it's mm. all new to me. Yeah. But from what I can gather... Everybody produces dopamine. That's the reward chemical in your brain. Yeah. So anything that you're doing, whether it's listening to the teacher talk about maths or yeah. it's um, putting clothes out on the line, it's doing a chore at home, it's mm. unpacking dishwashers, that sort of stuff, sure. your brain will naturally give you a little buzz there without even knowing it. You don't yeah. even know it's happening. But no. that's what's going to reward you to keep doing the next boring thing. Oh, uh, yes, okay. So ADHD, I, I believe we still produce dopamine. It just You've got these transporters in your brain that mm. make it go from A to Z or ours will sort of the dopamine will start at A and then I think maybe by D, E, it's it's off. It's oh. gone. So you don't really get that. Oh, so it disappeared. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you, it, it's like your body uses it up too quickly, and it goes, and you don't actually get the benefit from from it. Yeah. So from that's what I gather. That might not be exactly how it works, mm. but we're we're not lacking in having dopamine. I don't think it's more that our transmitters aren't processing it properly, so mm. you're not getting the reward. So the kids that are say hyper or or actually anyone they're 
you're, you're chasing that. You're chasing that high. So that's why, you know, you might get kids that are um, like, high, yeah, hyperactive, but they they might be um, argumentative or mm. that. And that even if it's a positive or a negative thing, it's still that's giving them a bit of a adrenaline rush, like a dopamine mm. hit. Um, so so they, do they get addicted to the dopamine because it's something that dissipates? Is that what you're saying? Well, they don't get addicted to it. They're just chasing it. Yeah, okay. Chasing so chasing it, it. Chasing it constantly. Because it drops away and they want that fact. And that's what you need. And that's to just do the normal things. Mm. And so now understanding that and when they've explained to me, so that's why it's really hard for you to, you know, remember to do a task like unpack the dishwasher or... Mm. Um, I put clothes in the washing machine and forget to get them out mm. and then I'll wash them three times because I forget every time and it's like, I've got to wash them again. You know, I've just that's really interesting because I've been listening to some things about dopamine recently and they yeah. were talking about how you the dopamine doesn't come when you've achieved the goal. Mm-hmm. It comes going towards the goal. Yeah, so it's helping yeah. you get there. It's because what happens when you achieve your goal, so it could be a business goal, a fitness goal, a weight loss goal, once you get there, you've actually moved on to mm. your next goal, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Whatever. So, so it makes sense. Yep. Yeah, so the dopamine, it's I can see why it. when it runs out in the journey towards oh. the goal, that's actually different to the way most people yeah. and um, everybody's the dopamine brain just works out. that way normally hmm. everybody's just got these things that you don't even know you're getting a reward or you're yes. getting that coming along the way yeah yeah but once i've understood it and gone because you spend your life kind of looking and thinking well why can't i do that mm. you know and i've been very lucky and my psychologist when she's diagnosed me has said i am not the norm with adhd okay. in the sense of I a lot of people with ADHD will have really poor self-worth issues because mm. they've grown up thinking mm. I can't do what everyone else can mm. do and not really knowing why I'm a bit of a failure at this I'm and no getting criticized for being this or being yeah, that yeah why are you doing what? like what yeah. how come you didn't think to do that or why yeah. have you taken so long to do yeah, that you, yeah. you didn't hang out the clothes or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're constantly oh I'm no good I'm no good yeah. and I don't I haven't had that thank god I've yes. had this lucky this positivity about me yeah. that it's like oh well that's right I'll just wash it again so resilience yeah natural resilience. I have yeah. and I've been very lucky but I have learned that a lot of people with ADHD suffer from that mm. that it's you know and I must admit I have often said to friends and family over the years like how do you do it like once uh-huh. I had children before I've known about this I'd be like I actually don't know how people do this yeah and it's a real struggle. Like I would mm. be like, how do you remember to library days on a Tuesday and then Friday we've got to wear a yellow shirt for Harmony Day but the other child is on Wednesday. And, you know, it's like and then you've got to go to work and don't forget that milk on the way home. And it's oh, wow. like, oh, my gosh. But Lots other of people, lists, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I believe you've um, set up some sort of support group for ADHD is that for adults in particular it's for everybody so so what I found on the Gold Coast just recently because this is brand new for me and I'm like okay cool who's got this and I realize people don't talk about it Uh, it's really like this whole hush hush because mm, people judge you and people think they know what ADHD is like I was saying before the hyperactive boy yeah um and they just put you in a box and then you're that way. Mm-hmm. Or they'll think that you're um, like um, 
you have autism, which is different oh, again. Okay. And then people would treat you like think that, you know, do I need to do this with you? And it's mm. like, no, no. And so I've I found myself explaining a lot about this is the things that happen with me. Yeah. Um and then I haven't really I think I had only met maybe three people that had it. Mm. And so I was like three oh, adults. Yeah. 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 And it was also like, you know, people aren't really out there advocating for it. No. And I thought I really want to get to know people with it, but I mm. also want to create something that's like a a place where people can go and meet, yeah. but then also I want to find out as much as I can about it, which is kind of an ADHD thing too where mm. you, if you're if you like something, mm-hmm. you just throw yourself into it and you just want to do that yeah. and learn about That's that. That's a hyper-focus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's really interesting. So from that I've gone, all right, I'm going to start an organisation mm. and we will have regular events where I'm going to have not just a meet-up where you can meet other people yeah. or professionals, but I'm going to have experts and we'll go sit on a couch wherever we are and we'll facilitate some chats about yeah. certain topics. Mm. And, you know, we'll ask the experts, tell us how do we do this or what's this about or mm. explain how this works mm. or, you know, people can come and say, my son's doing this, like mm. what do you suggest? Mm. Um, and there's so many topics and things we can dive into, yeah. you know, whether it be adults, whether it be kids, yeah. things you can do different ways. So I've had one already and it was amazing. I thought if I had five people come, then yeah. there'd be five people I get to meet. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I had about 50 come. Oh, serious? Yeah. Wow. And it, That's everyone fantastic. was so hungry for it. Yeah, like everyone man. was like, thank you so much. Oh. So. I don't know if you're familiar with there's an organisation on the coast called Livin. No. So you'll see now. I've said oh, it, I've seen see the stickers. Yeah, I've seen the stickers on the cars. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's L I V I N. So I love the whole model of that. Now that's a not for profit, and hopefully my organisation will morph into that. Is one it day. a self development or what? No, somebody that they know. I have to find out the story exactly, but it was somebody. The founders were close to someone, whether it's a family member or a friend that committed suicide. And they, from that, said we're going to create an organisation that is going to stop the stigma of mental health Mm. and start, like, educating people on mental health and suicide prevention to try and stop people, you know, getting to that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they basically started it with, um, it looks like a surf cool clothing label to me. Yeah. And it's like they've got all um, these shirts and caps and all these stickers and things like that. Yeah. And if you don't know what living is, yeah. um, you don't know. But if you do know, yeah. it's got if you see someone else wearing a shirt or a hat yeah. or whatever, it's just this kind of I get you. That's so good for um we've kind of moved away from your story, but that's so good for young people. It is. That it's kind of a trendy brand. It is. I had to try and think of something like a name that I that would suit all of the because ADHD is really broad. Yes. There's all these different presentations of it. So yeah. there's, you know, the hyper, there's the inattentive, but then there's all these other bits and bobs. So, but one thing that's a theme that runs through all of them yep. is we all get distracted. Yeah. And so I called the organization Distracted. Mm. And I've created already some, you know, t shirts and a okay. great little With icon. your art? Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping for the same sort of thing that, you know, it might not be that you're distracted, but no. when you wear that shirt yeah. and you see someone else with it on, it's yeah. just this nod to each other of, yep, I get you. So it's D apostrophe. No, it's literally, it just, we dropped the E 
off the end of it. So it's D I S T R A C T D. Oh, okay. Right, got with it. With it, just straight to the D. Okay. Um, and it's that's I have such big goals for it yeah. because I, you know, if I can do anything, even a quarter of what Livin have done, and yeah, hope break brilliant. a stigma around yeah. what ADHD is, yeah, then that's brilliant uh, yeah. for me. And you're on Instagram. Yep, yeah. I've just launched an Instagram. Do you have and a website or anything? Yes, there's a website as well. Um, Is it? What's the website address? So that's literally just um, distracted. So how I just spelt it without the e at the end. Dot yeah. org. Okay. So it's Great. pretty simple to yeah. get there. And then same. I think the Instagram. I have to do a um, an underscore between the D oh. and the I because <laughs> something was already taken with a distracted. Oh right, yeah. Um, I think that's where. I, the underscore. Yeah, because yeah. I, I remember there was a gap, but yeah. I, no, I couldn't remember. Yeah, so, but um, yeah, I'm going to just keep pushing it because it's needed. Yeah, no, I just think that's um, it's wonderful. And I think that's where crisis can bring change in our lives oh, and so crisis much. can create a passion to help other people, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's um, And see, the art and everything is more, has morphed into this as well because mm. from this I've – I found trying to explain to people what ADHD is all of the time and paid attention to all of the things that people have said to me. Yeah. And I've made a bit of a list. And in from that, doing that, I've been able to create a children's book. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh. So I've written two. I'm in the middle of drawing them now. This is so. all in a year. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. an achiever. I know. You said you were. Yeah, oh, I know. My husband just shakes his head at me. <laughs> what are we doing now, Amanda? Um, so... Yeah, and, and in that it's a it's a nice way. I'm not I'm not sort of painting it in too bad a light, yeah, but yeah. I'm explaining yeah. and addressing all of those things. And yeah. I and I the market for it would be someone like me who their child's just been diagnosed mm. or they've just been diagnosed mm. and they've got to go tell everyone. Well yeah. if they want to. But you've got to tell your yeah. family and yeah. and then you're gonna have all these things come yeah. back at you. Yeah. And um it's just addressing all of the things that it is but in a nice way so it's about a little girl mm-hmm. and her name's Adeline Hazel Davis but her family and friends call her ADHD oh that's great yeah I mean I think there is a bit of a stigma around ADHD and that it's over prescribed with drugs and it's yeah. just um a figment and bad parenting and da 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 yeah um I could be wrong, but that's kind of what I hear around oh, the place. It is exactly that. So that's why when um, I heard you talk about that at the TEDx Corumban, uh, it it blew my mind, and I thought I want to hear more about this. <laughs> if people don't talk about no. it, no, they talk about it in kids. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've seen and I've picked it now with kids. You know, yeah. it's like. I was somewhere the other day and, and I said, has that kid got something? Because everyone was whinging about this kid. Yeah, yeah. And I said, has that kid got something going on? You know, and everyone said, no, no, it's, you know, it's kind of the parenting, you oh, know. Yeah. And I parents. was like, you know, I'm not sold on this. And no. then I found out, yep, that kid has ADHD. Yeah. And it's the type that I don't have, but that the mm. hyperactive type of ADHD in mm. children and as a parent mm. to manage that yes. and all of that stigma, yes. it's bloody hard for them. Yeah. You know, they have to go in and advocate for that kid. Oh. And, mm. you know, I'm just lucky in my regard that the, the inattentive type are just, if anything, you know, we, we don't cause any dramas. No. We sail under the radar. You yeah. still have your issues. Yeah. 
but that you don't have that social side no. of it, which it's awful to think that that's there's mums out there just. Look, I have a friend, a dear friend who I've known for many years and her child is ADHD Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's not easy for her and and thankfully she's doing lots of study about it and she's really doing her best, great kid. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it's not easy. Is it a a boy or a girl? It's a boy. And the hyperactive type? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's And there's a lot of anxiety that comes, you know. Yeah. And uh, And like I said before, the, the whole, like, fighting that mm. whole if they're pushing back on their parents or they're yeah. fighting with people at school or yeah. all of those things, there's things that can come with it. There's a thing called, um, it's called oh, oppositional defiance disorder, I think, uh-huh. which is like there's all these comorbid conditions that yeah. can come along with ADHD. Yeah. And, he, you know, there might be that, um, which is like a bit of a pushback to authority, yeah. which is teachers, parents. Mm. But that whole dopamine thing, mm. When you're pushing back and you're like debating something with someone, yeah. you're getting a buzz. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like this addiction thing we're yeah. saying. It's like you're chasing that, and it's so, so, so it's so unconscious. So it's not like they're willfully doing that, no, right? Because part of ADHD is impulsivity. Yeah. So when you go through all of the tests and things, these are the things they're checking for. Mm. And I'm impulsive, mm. but my impulsivity comes with happiness and excitement so yeah. I would talk over people because I'm yeah. so excited that what you just said was like amazing and I have to tell you this you know but then I'll apologize I'm sorry I just butted in you know <laughs> I do that maybe I've got ADHD <laughs> the podcast has been good for me because I actually have to listen more so yes. it's really good you know yeah um but that's if you're the little boy um you know, who's battling with the hyperactivity yeah, side of it yeah, and the yeah. impulsivity. Yeah. You can't control it comes no. out and this is it's something to do with your brain not being able to pull you in. So yeah. I heard a guy talking about he's an ADHD expert and he was talking about this this whole thing about for instance, if we're all sitting at the table here and you hear a, a dish clanging or breaking in the kitchen mm. out the back. So we would all hear that. Yeah. Everyone at the table's gonna hear it. But the person with ADHD will hear that and then it will spark an impulse to tell everybody about, oh, oh. did you hear that? There was a spark. That, that dish just broke in the kitchen. Did you know you that sp- I used to do this and I used oh. to work in the kitchen once and I lived here and, oh, blah, 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 and then they'll just run with that. Is that something that is with you? Or- yeah. Yeah, 100%. Interesting. So that's the impulsivity. This is so great because when you're talking to someone or in a group and they do that, Mm -hmm. I'll now go, oh, that's not them being attention seeker, being dominating, blah, blah, blah. It could be ADHD. Possibly. And they won't know about it. No. And they might not. That's another thing you would never, you'd never even want to say anything because like, that was something that came up at the distracted event where people yeah. go, I can see it in people. Yes. Do you tell them? And yes. he's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell them because people will take offence. Yes. You know. yes. But, well, yes, exactly right. Oh, that's. And you can't pull it up and you might even know you're doing it and then you might pull yourself into line. Yeah. But that initial, oh, the dish, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like we all heard the dish. Gosh, that's so interesting. Now I can see why all of us need to learn more about ADHD, yeah. not just those 
with it or kids that have it. No, for everybody just yeah. to feel a little bit more, more compassion and, yeah. and understanding and patience yeah. and kindness. And exactly that. So I've stopped meetings before where we've been at a cafe and there might have been 10 of us. Yeah. That, you know, I don't even know half of the people and I love animals so much <laughs> and a dog would walk past yeah. and I would go, stop it, to go, oh, my God, look at that dog. Yeah. It's amazing. And I, and you'd, I would see, you'd see people yeah, go, yeah. what the? Yeah, all right, back to the spreadsheet. Like, you know, and it's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> but now I understand why so I like that. interesting. Self-awareness, it's a beautiful thing, and, and this is why it's so good to actually seek help instead of always trying to struggle through yeah. being comprehensible on your own because it can take – Oh, it's and so outside good to, know. to help us, right? Yeah. And you know, part of me is still like, I might make more of a conscious decision now to go, okay, I'm not going to stop the meeting about the dog. I'm still yeah. going to look at the dog myself yeah. and go, oh, <laughs> so cute. But you know what? I don't want to lose my sparkle either. No, because no. Part of, I think part of ADHD has that. Like I've said to people before, it's like a fistful of glitter. Like you sometimes yeah. you can just walk in and be. Sometimes you're too much for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's nice as well to yeah. have that positivity and that yeah. vibe around you. But, you know, there's times you have to focus. Yeah. Look, I have learned so much today through this chat. Um, my brain has gone, wow. There's <laughs> Great. all the different ways of seeing people in the world. Very interesting. And maybe even myself, who knows. But um, so thank you so much. Oh, thank you. For thank you. I sharing that. It. So interesting. Um, and thank you, podcast listeners. I love you so much. And I'm so glad that you've checked in today to hear this, to hear Amanda and her story. Very powerful. And, you know, if you have ADHD or you think you may or your child does, then there are resources out there like Distracted and other places where um, you can get help. And I might actually put some some links actually in the um, podcast for that. So have a great day, everyone. Be good, be kind, be well. Ciao.